bulletin. China restricts travelers from South Korea and Japan in retaliation for their COVID testing measure on Chinese travelers. Two teenagers among 17 people dead following clashes in southern Peru. And in sport, former Australian Open champion Sophia Kennan makes a bright start at the Hobart International. With the latest SBS News, I'm Sam Dover. China has stopped processing short-term visas for travelers from South Korea and Japan. It's in retaliation for those countries' requirement that travelers from China must return negative COVID test results on arrival. China's ambassador to Australia has spoken against Australia's compulsory COVID testing of travelers flying in from mainland China. Xiao Qian has called the measure discriminatory. Entry restrictions, if they are targeting China, they're unnecessary. Response, response measures should not affect normal cross-border travel and people-to-people exchange and cooperation. And there should not be discriminatory measures. China is experiencing a new wave of COVID infections among its 1.4 billion people. It has recently removed its former zero-COVID measures and it has stopped publishing daily infection tallies. The Federal Minister for Agriculture, Murray Watt, is warning Australians to brace for more severe flood conditions across the country. The body of a 78-year-old man has been found by police divers in floodplains near the Murray River. Areas of several states, including Western Australia and South Australia, are currently affected by flooding. Hundreds of residents across the Kimberley remain homeless as floodwaters continue to destroy homes. Murray Watt is warning Australians to brace for more severe flood conditions across the country, while assuring flood-affected residents of various response mechanisms in place. It's only the beginning of January and the reality is we are likely to see more floods in other parts of the country, so please take extreme care if you are near floodwaters. Uh, there are now eight Defence Force aircraft, a combination of planes and helicopters stationed in the Kimberley, along with about 200 Defence Force troops, and we thank them for their efforts in doing so to make sure that we can start speeding up the damage assessments of properties. United States President Joe Biden and Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau have held a bilateral meeting on the sidelines of the North American summit in Mexico City. The two North American leaders talked about the need to strengthen supply chains, with Mr. Biden underlining their importance to the national security of both countries. He says he wants a situation in which no one can arbitrarily hold us up. Mr. Trudeau concurred about the importance of cooperation between the two countries. As we talk about uh, issues, whether it's uh, Haiti, whether it's some of the challenges in South America, whether we talk about uh, critical minerals and energy and how we're going to continue to move forward to create those efficient and resilient supply and value chains that we need, uh, there's a lot that we're going to be able to do together. Federal Climate Change and Energy Minister Chris Bowen has assured Australians the federal government is doing its best to address climate change. He says an initial $600 million from the $1.9 billion Powering the Regions Fund will go to trade-exposed facilities to compensate them for the cost of change. Speaking from the Queensland city of Gladstone, Mr Bowen says the federal government is working hard to address climate change. I think the important message to people is, one, Australia is doing its bit on climate change. You know, we had 10 years of denial and delay and we're catching up really fast. And Australia should do its bit and we are doing our bit. But for too long Australians were told this would come at the cost of jobs. 
It was always a liar, it's never been more of a liar today. The key to the jobs of the future is good climate policy, and that's what we're delivering today. Prime Minister Anthony Albanese says Australia's international standing would be damaged if it votes against an Indigenous voice to Parliament. The Prime Minister has referred to the proposed body as a very gracious request from Indigenous people. Australia is set to head to a referendum later this year to vote for enshrining the Indigenous voice in the Constitution. But the Liberal Party is calling for more detail before it announces a formal position. Mr Albanese says he hopes Australia will come together and back the proposal. And in sport, former Australian Open champion Sophia Kennan has made a bright start at the Hobart International alongside players Elise Mertens and Elise Cornette. Kennan, whose ranking has fallen to world number 143 three years after her Melbourne Park triumph, secured a two-set 6-2, 6-2 win over 85-ranked Lin Zhu on Tuesday. She'll meet Marina Zanevska in the second round, after the Belgian qualifier upset countrywoman and second seed Mertens 6-4, 6-4. I'm Sam Dover, and that's the latest from the SBS Newsroom.